Welcome to James Williams Coaching, the podcast for salespeople who are ready to take their skills, their sales, and their success to the next level. Today's episode is brought to you by jameswilliams.coach, your online real estate coach, the complete training solution for real estate agents who are looking to dominate their marketplace. Visit jameswilliams.coach. Welcome back to another episode of James Williams Coaching, where today we're talking about prior preparation prevents poor performance. A saying which you've probably heard before, it's a saying that I heard a long, long time ago, I think firstly from my dad, and it really hit home with me, and it's meant a lot to me over the years, and certainly um, helped me through some uh, interesting situations throughout my life and some big moments. So the reason I want to talk about it, I mean, if you followed my, my coaching um, at all, listened to any of my podcasts, you probably heard me talk about sweat and practice so you don't bleed in battle and the importance of preparation. Um, and when I talk about, you know, this expression, prior preparation prevents poor performance, I don't just mean for opportunities that we know that are coming up, that, you know, like in sales, it could be that sales appointment, that listing appointment. Um, it could be that negotiation. Uh, it could be that that public speaking um, you know, speech or talk that you've got to do. Uh, it could be a, a variety of things. But I'm also talking about opportunities that you don't know are coming up, as strange as that sounds. Um, you, you may have heard the expression before, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. Um, you know, regardless of whether or not you're in a sales role or, you know, in an entrepreneurial role or whatever it is, in life we are, you know, we're gifted these moments of opportunity and whether or not we're prepared for them can have a huge impact on the outcome that comes from these moments. And, you know, th these situations, if we get the most out of them, they can sometimes be, they certainly have been for me, they can be sliding door scenarios, um, life-changing moments where, you know, that one opportunity turns into more and more bigger opportunities that can literally sometimes change the course of your life. But it comes back to how well prepared are you? And, you know, I was really you know, what, what made me think about doing this episode was, you know, a while ago when I was um, speaking in a conference uh, in Canberra, it was the first talk I'd done in a long time uh, up on stage in front of people because of COVID. I've been doing lots of webinars, but it was the first time up on stage. Now, I love public speaking. I've been public speaking for years and years and years. I thoroughly enjoy it, as strange as that sounds to some people. Doesn't mean I don't get nervous, but I sort of almost enjoy the nerves and the excitement of it. But love being up on stage. However, hadn't been up on stage in front of a crowd and done a, a big talk for a long time. And because of this, you know, I, I think I got a bit more nervous than I usually would, or at least put a lot more thought into it than I usually would, because I was I was sort of like, can I, can I still do this? Like, am I still good at this? Or, um, you know, have I forgotten how to do it? So... I, I, I almost over-prepared and although I do, as silly as this, it sort of, it sort of sounds like I'm contradicting, although I do believe there is such thing as over-preparing in some situations, um, for me anyway, because I, I personally work quite well ad-lib, so I don't want things to be too scripted, too prepared all the time. Not in all scenarios, not like, for example, there are certain dialogues in sales, which are, you know, perfect word for word. But when I'm talking about being up on stage for 45 minutes, I don't like to be too prepared in regards to being scripted. However, I digress, as I probably am making no sense. Um, this this talk, because I was a bit more nervous about it, I, I prepared so much for it. Like this was content that I already knew. 
Um, I already knew all, you know, all, most of the content, all of the dialogues. I was very comfortable with it. But the actual talk, the 45-minute quote-unquote presentation, I don't like calling them presentations because I think presentations are often boring. I like to engage with the crowd as much as possible. Um, I, I probably ran through this entire talk, the whole 45 minutes from start to finish at least 10 to 15 times. And that's like on top of just all, you know, like small little rehearsals of bits and pieces to lock yourself away in a room and practice, you know, a 45 minute talk 10 to 15 times when you already know the content is sort of like banging your head against a wall. But I became so familiar and so comfortable with the content um, that uh, I was prepared for what was about to happen. What was about to happen was a, a crazy story, which in short, what happened was I was flying to Canberra but I, I couldn't get a direct flight at the time I wanted to go over there and I had to fly through Melbourne. And the flight from Melbourne was going to get me to Canberra with about three hours to spare before I had to be up on stage. Uh, but of course, uh, I get to Melbourne and the flight gets delayed and it gets delayed and it gets delayed. And I've, I've calculated in my, in my head, I'm like, okay, once I, it's an hour flight, I think from Melbourne to Canberra. And then it was like 20 minutes or maybe it was 15 minutes, I think in an Uber um, to the National Art Gallery where I was speaking. And so I'm like sort of working backwards going, okay, so I've got like two and a half hours now. Now I've got two hours. I'm kind of pretty fine. So I, I need an hour and 20 minutes minimum to like be running up on the stage in time. And so like it gets to like, I think two hours before and finally we get on the plane and we're on the plane for like 10 minutes before the pilot goes, sorry, everybody off the plane, we've got to change the tire. I didn't even know this was a thing. <laughs> you had to change the tire on these planes, especially when people are on it. So I'm going like, uh-oh, and I'm messaging um, one of the organizers and you know, pretty much we think we're stuffed at this point and they're worrying because they don't have their last speaker for the day and I'm worrying because all of this preparation and I was so pumped to get back on stage again, but I'm thinking like my chances right now are, are pretty slow. I don't know if you've seen the, the size of a tire, but it's not like changing it on a, on a, on a sedan, you know? <laughs> uh, anyway, so... I, I hear over the speaker, there's another flight to Canberra and I run over and I like do some of my best work in convincing them to let me go on this flight. Um, I got a lot of no's, but I kept on going for the clothes and I got in and I got on the plane and um, this flight was a connecting flight with Qantas, didn't have Wi-Fi. So I messaged the people and I'm like, look, it's, it's now an hour and I think 25 minutes before I'm meant to be on stage. It's an hour flight there and it's like 15 minutes to the location. I'm like, fingers crossed. I don't know what's going to happen. Let's go. And I'm out of comms. I'm out of communication for the next, uh, like, I guess hour. So anyway, I'm, I'm like meditating on the plane. Like I'm, I'm going through some of my content still, um, mainly just like meditating and relaxing and keeping my, my heart rate down. Just realizing that, you know, it's sort of out of my control. Anyway, hit the tarmac and it is literally 20 minutes and I'm running through the airport like a crazy person, surprised that I'm not tackled down by security, screaming like, where's the taxis? And I uh, jump in a taxi or an Uber. No, it's a taxi. It's a taxi. Um, didn't have time to order an Uber. Jump in a taxi. I'm racing uh, to this location. I get there and there's a security guard lady at the front and she's like, <laughs> she's like, so what do you want? And I'm, cause I'm running towards her and I'm like, please tell me this is where the all home summit is. And she's like, I'm really sorry. It's not. And like, I almost dropped to my knees in like despair, uh, like cursing the sky. And she's like, I'm joking. It is. I'm like, ah, funny lady. Not right. <laughs> not right now. So anyway, I run in and like, it is crazy. Like the other speakers, finishing 
and I'm at the, I'm running up the back. I'm like sweating. I don't even know what my hair looks like. I'm like trying to tuck in my shirt. I've like thrown my suitcase. I've got someone miking me up and um, they're introducing me. And I literally like, I, I yell out to the MC, just like a couple more minutes, please. And um, I, I get up on stage. The point of this story was, um, is, is that, the talk went really, really well, and I don't think it would have gone as well if I wasn't so prepared. I was so ready for this that like, I feel like I could have done it under any sort of situation. And this was a pretty intense situation, but this is the stuff that happens in life. Not, not everything goes perfectly. There are interruptions, there are distractions, flights get delayed, there are things that can stand in our way, we confront different personalities, we don't get the reactions that we want, and these things can throw us off our game. But prior preparation prevents that poor performance, and, and it certainly did, it was my body armor, my, my, it was my, and it was what gave me confidence, I was like, I know this, like, let's, let's go, giddy up, let's rock and roll, and, and I went out there and... Um, yeah, it all went it all went really, really well. And it just, you know, continues to solidify that, that that preparation is so important. And of course, um, you know, I'm such a huge believer of that in regards to sales with dialogues and 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 skills and being prepared for this for the predictable situations that we know may happen in a sales environment and in life. Um but, you know, not just being prepared for the things that we know are happening, being prepared for the things that may happen, the conversations that you may get an opportunity to have, the moments where you may get a chance to step up. And it may be your learning, your practice, um, your research, whatever it is, but that that practice that you've put in um, which helps you shine in that moment. And, you know, if you look at the best of the best, no matter what industry, whether it's sales, sports or whatever, um, you, you, you won't find, um, you will find one thing that, that the practice is the, is the common thing. They've, the best have just put in more time in the training room or on the, in the, on the court or wherever it is, they've just, they've practiced more and, you know, uh, life is about putting in a good performance if you want to win, um, in no matter what industry you're in, um, sales is performing, life is performing. And I don't mean acting is it not being real. I mean, I mean that, you know, you've got an opportunity to just shine. And when you shine, more opportunities come your way, whether they're opportunities you, you know that are coming or that you don't know that are coming. Prior preparation prevents poor performance. So put in the practice. Uh, and even if it feels like you're, you're hitting your head up against the wall, be, I'd prefer to practice it 10 too many times um, than to not practice it enough and miss out on that opportunity when I know I could have done better. Um, and I know if you put the practice in, no matter what you're doing, you'll be able to do exactly the same. Um, it's no secret formula. It's pretty simple. It's just repetition and practice and putting the work in. So I really hope this episode has been helpful, uh, useful, or at least mildly entertaining. And I'll speak to you again very soon for another episode of James Williams Coaching.